You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Monday, June 6. Premier Dominic Perrottet has announced that the New South Wales public sector will receive a 3% pay rise in the next financial year. Nurses, public school teachers and other public servants will receive a boost to their pay packets, while frontline healthcare workers will also get a $3,000 bonus to thank them for their COVID service. It follows numerous strikes calling for better pay and conditions, but many unions aren't happy about the announcement. Teachers' Federation New South Wales President Angelo Gavrilatos says it adds insult to injury because the wage rise is a pay cut in real terms amid high inflation. Several unions argue the wage cap should be scrapped entirely or lifted to at least keep up with the surging rate of inflation. But Treasurer Matt Keane says the increase is fair and sustainable in the current economic climate. Google has been ordered to pay $715,000 in damages to former Deputy New South Wales Premier John Barillaro over a series of videos posted on YouTube. The footage, uploaded by commentator Jordan Shanks on his Friendly Geordies channel in 2020, included claims that Mr Barillaro was a corrupt conman who should be jailed and was derogatory about his Italian heritage. In the federal court, Justice Stephen Rares said Google did not apply its own policies against hate speech, cyberbullying and harassment, as Mr Barillaro was subjected to a relentless, racist and abusive campaign on YouTube for over a year. Drudge Rares also found that Mr Barillaro was traumatised by Google's and Mr Shanks's campaign and that it caused him to leave public office prematurely. Mr Barillaro already settled a federal court case against Mr Shanks, after which he provided an apology, edited the videos and was ordered to pay $100,000 in costs. But the judge has now referred him for possible prosecution. At least 50 people are thought to have died, with dozens more injured, following a mass shooting at a Sunday church service in Nigeria. The BBC reports that armed men entered St Francis Catholic Church in the southwestern town of Owo, where they fired into the congregation before kidnapping a priest and several churchgoers. Local media reports that a number of explosives were also set off during the attack. President Muhammadu Bahari condemned the violence, calling it heinous, but so far the identity and motive of the gunmen has not been revealed. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has announced an inquiry into the state's top forensics lab 
over concerns that it failed to test crucial evidence. It's alleged that hundreds of rape cases may have been left unsolved due to testing failures at the John Tong Forensics Lab. Over the course of six months, evidence from hundreds of unsolved sexual assault cases will be re-examined, headed up by former Queensland Court of Appeal President Justice Walter Sofronov. Ms Palaszczuk says, It's clear to me that nothing short of a full, open and rigorous commission of inquiry can restore confidence in DNA testing in this state. Almost 50 people have died and hundreds more injured in Bangladesh after a number of shipping containers exploded at a storage depot near the city of Chittagong. The chaos began after a number of containers which are thought to have contained chemicals caught fire before exploding. The death toll is expected to rise as many people suffered critical injuries not only as a result of the initial fire, but also as they were trying to rescue people from the blaze when the explosion occurred. A regional government official says the depot contained millions of dollars worth of clothes waiting to be exported to Western retailers. Bangladesh is the world's second largest exporter of garments, but poorly enforced safety standards have led to a number of industrial disasters, including the Rana Plaza factory building collapse in 2013, which killed 1,133 people and critically injured thousands more. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the Quickie, check out today's deep dive on whether Australia is as gun-free as we think, or if we need to reconsider our own weapons laws in the wake of so many mass shootings in the US.